Hi, it's Andrea and Marianne, the Sister Tipsters. We're two moms, wives, and sisters juggling work, kids, and all the challenges life throws our way. We're here to encourage everyone to move their body for at least 10 minutes a day while learning tips for navigating life. Take the time to improve your health and grow your mind. Now let's get moving. Today, we're going to talk about important messages for your kids. These are conversations I wish we didn't need to have. So we're going to start this episode with just a few disclaimers. Disclaimer number one, this is definitely an adult conversation. So if you are listening right now and you're not an adult, you should turn this off and let an adult listen first before they tell you it's okay to listen. Yeah. And disclaimer number two, I'll throw in is we are not mental health professionals um, we don't think that we have all of the answers. We are not the ultimate authority in parenting either. Maybe <laughs> professionals, <definitely> not. <laughs> right? I know. Maybe professionals depends on how you define a professional. But um, we are not the ultimate authority. We parent on a daily basis. It's our full-time job. But again, we don't have all of the answers. We're starting this conversation because we think it needs to be started. But we're looking to you, our listeners, to give us more ideas and more suggestions. So this can be a continuing topic for all of us. And let me interject here. If you are a mental health professional and you're listening to this and you think you can help us offer more information to the conversation, please reach out to us. Yes, definitely reach out and and share your knowledge with us. Um, And our last disclaimer, I think, and you kind of already mentioned this, Andrea, we wish that this was a conversation we didn't need to have, but it is. We need to have it. It's important. Um, so we're starting it off here. All right, so let's do it. Well, we're going to dive right in um, with the first thing. And I wish that I, again, I mean, I'm going to say this about each one. I wish we'd need to talk about this. But recently, um, I've had a few things that have been brought to my attention of just what I consider to be really young children, nine-year-olds, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds taking their lives. And so that was just very jarring for me to hear and to hear it in circles that were semi-close to me or people that um, you know, were come into contact with me and this was happening to someone else in their life. So I just kind of a shocker and it made me think, okay, what, what can I take away from this? How can we do this better? Like these are kids that are way too young. So I, you know, my thing that I've just started to think about so far is making sure that I say certain things to my children, that I let them know no matter what they do, we still love them that even if we get mad, we still love them. And I think helping them to understand that there's no problem or mistake that's too big for us to handle and work through. So I don't think we have to promise to make everything better, but just understanding like it's it's something we can handle, something that we can work through. There's always getting on the other side of it. So just letting them know that you know, there are options besides ending their life and and kind of just making sure that I think we start that message way before we need to. So that that groundwork is already there and that they feel like they can come to us and um, get our help and that we're not going to be mad about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just, I'm going to throw in there that again, like with the we're not professionals, like every one of these situations is different. And we don't know I don't know if anybody knows or if anyone will ever know the reason behind these situations, um, but it doesn't make any one of them any less heartbreaking. Um, And so I think, you know, you kind of shared something that you're doing from your side that that is just our attempt at at, you know, maybe trying to prevent it or or trying to make an environment better. Um, but but like I said, every every situation is different and we don't know what was going on in each of these situations. But I know one thing um, that I've thought of is like continue to 
compliment your kids, to focus on what they are doing right and what they are doing well, reminding them that no one is perfect and part of life is navigating those mistakes and and navigating um, where we could be better, but reminding them that they do have good qualities and that they are a good kid um, and, and just complimenting them so that it's creating that positive environment as well as reminding them of the positives inside themselves. Yeah, I think that's so important. Um, and to reassure people that they're not alone, that they don't need to tackle things alone. Um, I think that that's important too. You know, I think clearly like mental health is an issue. We're not doing enough, but I'm hoping that these things, and if we all kind of are aware and figure out some little steps that we can start to make changes. Um, the other thing is, you know, I started with right away that this is like talking about young children, but this is for all children, young and old. I think kids do struggle at a much younger age than what we think. Um, I think it's common to think about this with high school age kids, but college age kids also are at risk on their own, finding their way in a new environment um, with maybe some of the support that they didn't have before. And then even post-college kids can often feel the pressure to grow up, to make money, find a partner, find their way, like get going on their life. So I think we have to be sensitive to it, realize that this goes for people of all ages. And again, at all these ages, don't hesitate to tell people you love them that they're, that you are their friend, tell them what you like about them. I think the complimenting is great. I think the listening is important. Um, you know, I think that, think about the things that help you to understand that you're important. And, um, you know, I think put that out there and what you put out is going to come back to you. I think give people the support, give them the positivity in their life and give them their, their ear so that they, um, they know that you're there if you if they need them. Absolutely, absolutely. And one other thing that I've, um, I don't know, I think someone sent it to me along the way at some point, or maybe I saw it on news or something. And it's something that's kind of always stuck with me is that I try to remind my kids that every thing that happens in life is a phase. So they're going to go through or, or or just, you know, a, a different stage of their life. And so they're going to go through a stage where they're in elementary school and they're going to go through a stage where they're in middle and high school and college and adult life. And I said, even for us, you know, that we had a stage where we lived in one town and then we lived in a different town and that life is kind of ever changing. And that especially as a child, you are often stuck in a stage and you don't have a whole lot of control over it. You're playing a certain sport or you're in a certain grade or you're at a certain school. And that sometimes it's about finding the good in a stage and finding the positive in a stage and knowing that I just need to get through the stage. It might not be your favorite stage. It might not be perfect every day, but find those positives and find the good. And remember that you just have to get through that stage. And then a new stage will come. And maybe that one will be better and maybe it will have differences and it'll have highs and lows just like the previous stage, but it will be a new stage and that it's ever changing. And I say to them, you know, when they have trouble with a friend, I say, okay, well, just be kind and be nice to them because in your next stage, <laughs> they might be a good friend of yours and and they might change and you'll change and the stage will change and the environment will change and, and that might become changed behavior. And then what if they're your good friends? You don't want to have been mean to them now. Um, and just kind of leading that up to adulthood for them of reminding them that you can't always pick 
your friends when you're in school because it's who you're in class with and who you're in your grade with. But when you become an adult, I said you can choose to be in and out of stages with more control over it. And so I try to remind them that if something's bad right now, it will end. And so don't don't think of it as forever. I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but you know, don't think of it as forever. It it is ever changing and it and good or bad, it will change and you just have to make it through to the next change. Um and just reminding them that that it's not forever. Um and, and so not to look at it like that. And maybe we all need that reminder. I mean, think about it as like an adult and, you know, and just some of the challenging phases that you've gone through, or even with like small children where you're, you know, up all night, changing diapers nonstop, all of it, right? It all, it all changes and there's the good and the bad and it'll, it'll switch up. So I do, I do think that's maybe a message for all of us. <laughs> that is, that is um, true. It is a good reminder for, for all right? people, all ages, all stages. Yes, absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, here's a good reminder for people of all ages and all stages. Don't get into the car with strangers. I mean, I think like it almost sounds silly when I say it because you think like, well, of course, like don't get in the car with strangers. Um, but I think I think we need to help our children understand how that comes disguised. So the reason that this one made it onto my list is somebody was telling me a story. And, and this was like, to- like this person's an adult. The story is from when they were a child walking home from school and a car pulled up and the the person in the car turned to them and said, Hey, uh, your dad called, no, they didn't know them, um, said, Hey, your dad called me and told me to give you a ride home. Now the kid in his complete innocence and oblivion turned and was like, no, I'm good. My house is right there. Like, and he was almost home. So the guy didn't snatch this kid, but like, you know, obviously depending, like if the kid was far from home, like again, if they, he didn't just, I don't think he blew it off because he knew he didn't get, don't get in the car with strangers. And this guy said, my, you know, your dad called. He just kind of was like, I don't know what you're talking about. My house is right there, which also brings me to another, like, don't tell people where you live. Don't give them out your address. Um, but I think that's just like a lesson of explaining to kids, like who they should be getting in the car with and who you should not. Like certainly if somebody pulls up on the side of the road, like, you know, you don't even have to engage, turn and run but you don't get in the car with them. You don't get in the car with anyone you're uncomfortable. I started to go over um, a list of people who it's okay for my kids to go with and kind of just, you know, okay, you know, these, like, who do you think it's okay to get in the car with, right? Family members, okay, close friends, you know, but then like, all right, Bobby's mom and Bobby's just some kid from school. You know, I don't know the mom, maybe not the person you get in the car with. So um, we kind of talked through some of those scenarios and we tried to make a plan for the times that they encounter um, where there are situations where somebody's trying to ask them to get in a car and they don't want to go with them. So, and again, this, it doesn't have to just be strangers. It could be people they know. Um, and unfortunately trying to explain to my kids, like, you know, there are people that are bad and they do bad things and they'll try to trick you. So if something um, doesn't feel right or doesn't sound right, you need to have a plan for what they should do. Um and check on that. So even somebody, you know, you think, um, you know, Susie's mom is like a friend, you share rides all the time, like, you know, check in with your kid. Is that still going all right? Is everything okay? Is everything comfortable? Because um, those things can change. So I think like, as with anything, it's it's a conversation that should be ongoing. I think you need to check, you need to listen, um, and see if anything's changed and isn't right anymore. Yeah, that's all good. And we've gotten into now the stage of carpooling with our kids. And so, um, you know, I've tried to make sure and it's, and it's worked out really well so far, um, 
that tried to make sure that my kids knew not only the kid they were carpooling with, but the parents that they were carpooling with. Um, and even, you know, we've, we've carpooled at various times and even I have not sent Matt at times to pick up one or the other of our kids because I know that the other child that's getting picked up, you know, say we're picking up my daughter with one of her friends, that that friend doesn't know Matt as well. And so I've tried to think about it from the other perspective as well mm, of like call. not putting that child in a situation. And so when we have to split, I'll say, okay, you go get, you know, this child and her friend because you know them and our families are friends and they hang out and and that's fine, but I'll go get the other one. Um, and so trying to think about it from both perspectives as the parent of the child who's going with someone else and also the parent taking someone else's child, um, kind of looking at both sides. Do you remember when we were little, we had like, there were code words. That was like a big thing. Like, you know, if, for example, you need to go with somebody, we're going to tell them to say to you like teddy bear. And if this person comes to pick you up and says teddy bear, then it's like, okay to go with them. Do you remember that? Like, <laughs> no, and I'm that laughing. Was a thing for I'm laughing that you're saying this because I'm thinking I was the baby of the family. I didn't go with, I didn't go anywhere with anyone. <laughs> I went I went with our parents and our aunt and uncle. And that was pretty oh, and one neighbor. We had one neighbor that I used to um hang out with her sometimes. That was it. Like I was the baby. That I was, was attached it, yeah. to mom and dad. I wasn't going anywhere else. So <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I can't say that we ever used the code word. I just remember it was a thing and it was something silly like that, like teddy bear, but I knew that if somebody said that then like mom or dad had told them the code word and it was okay so I don't know maybe it's something we should like <laughs> bring back and stuff but I was also telling my kids like okay you know let's say that like you know again Bobby's mom says hey I'll give you a ride home you're playing after school like your mom said it was okay or or just like hey do you want it I also said to my kids like okay well then turn to them and say well if you're okay with it and you think you want to go and you think it's okay say can I use your phone and just tell my mom and if that person's okay to go with, it should be all right to just ask for the phone and they should let you a new call and then that you can confirm it that way. So I think that that's like another in this day and age, even whether your kids have a device or a phone to call or contact, it's easy enough. There's enough people around that you could just ask and say, hey, let me just check with my mom and let her know that that's, you know, what we're doing and that's okay. So that's another thing that I kind of gave my kids of like a, a tip of, you know, hey, this is. This is another way that you can like handle it. Okay, I'm gonna interrupt us right here and we're not gonna stop this conversation, but we're just gonna hit pause and we're gonna ask that you continue this conversation with us next week. So please tune back in for more of the conversations we don't wanna have with our children. <laughs>